Hello, welcome to another edition of Thinking Like a Lawyer. I'm Joe Patrice from Above the Law. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm I'm all right. That that there, what you're hearing is Catherine Rubino, who also works at Above the Law and uh, is the co-host of this this Fine year podcast. this year program. Two hundred plus episodes strong. Yeah, yeah. At some point, we're going to have to stop just leaning into the two hundred thing. But I mean, not. It's- Probably more than two episodes from yeah. now, so. Fair enough. Well, so what do we have to talk about this week? We've had a... We I don't had, know, man. My my brain is kind of mush. I don't, I don't know what happened. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so a, a lot of things a lot of things went down over the last week. Uh, it's an exciting week for me because we're going into ABA Tech Show. So, Ooh, yeah, fancy. Right? Yeah. So, okay, you cover a lot of, of these tech shows. Um, mm-hmm. What makes for a truly good one versus an average one versus a terrible one? Yeah, you know, that's actually a great question. I feel as though, I don't know, vibe, like they can become very stale very quickly, as you might imagine, if you've There's ever talked to somebody about technology. There's a lot of the same buzzwords. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, like a, like a, a show that's big, uh, lots of folks, lots of... Uh, entertaining so online diversions. is super fun <laughs> online has not been the best uh that is true but uh but we're going to have a in-person show in august so that's well i mean i think by august most people should be vaccinated yeah. or i mean it's gonna be access. more of a hybrid situation they'll, sure. they'll offer both but yeah no i'm i will be going to a show again Yee. crazy that is kind of weird. Did yeah. you see the CDC just put out new guidance for fully vaccinated folks? Mm. And it's pretty much what you expect. It's like grandparents who are fully vaccinated can hug their grandkids. That's oh, good. Like the headline that I read. So, you yeah. know, I think that the fully vaccinated post is coming. Yeah. Yeah. Coming no, for I us mean, fast and furious. Yeah. The future's coming. Well, so. We have a bunch of stuff to talk about this mm-hmm. week, as I said, so let's get started. I think what we should start with is an exciting, certainly for the people for whom it applies, but I actually thought it was an interesting story that you wrote beyond that, which mm-hmm. is Davis Polk offered some Thank quote, yous. unquote yeah. bonuses, uh, yeah. but but they aren't really bonuses, but like, let's talk that through. So what sure. would they do here? So, uh, okay, let's give a little background first, right? Davis Polk is the law firm that actually sparked the whole, well, was instrumental in sparking the whole COVID appreciation bonuses. If you recall, in the fall of 2020, uh, it actually started with Cooley, who offered their associates an extra special thank you. You know, we've talked a lot on this podcast about how the legal industry all things considered, has has weathered the pandemic fairly well. And rather than just kind of pocket the the, the largesse that firms have, folks have big, big law... Ooh, yeah. there you go. Yeah. yeah. So instead of just like pocketing the money, firms have been giving extra bonuses to their associates. It started with Cooley, and their bonuses topped out at... Well, initial bonuses uh, had topped out around $7,500 uh, for senior associates. Uh, Davis Polk responded by starting their junior associates bonuses at 7500 and they topped out at around 40 grand for senior associates and that's kind of the scale that has been the new kind of top of big law average or standard I guess I should say not average so they're very keen to say thank you to their associates and what they decided to do uh, is to give extra bonuses and 
it was uh, an email sent out and associates get to pick a gift and they range they're about $1,500 worth of, of prizes, prizes, I don't know, gifts. Uh, and they can, can select what works for them. I think there's some uh, workout equipment, the mirror you can get, you know, that's mm-hmm. about $1,500. You can get a $1,000 travel credit plus some very expensive luggage as another gift. And so there's a whole range of things kind of depending on what works best for you and what you like and what you need. But, you know, they're, they're not they're nothing to sneeze at. They're quite expensive. Um, and folks have the opportunity again to pick what they want. So that's yeah. nice. Yeah. No, what was interesting about it from my perspective is obviously as if you're an associate, you are most likely in debt and you often, these bonuses, we talk about how big they are, but you don't really experience how big they are because what you do is you get it and you immediately dump it into servicing your debt right. and then never hear from it again. And you're also not any closer to being out of debt. So it's just this sad event, really, in a lot of ways to get your bonus. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you get shorted, you just know that's longer you're going to be stuck. But I mean, you're just dumping it in. What I thought was interesting about this is, on one hand, you would say, as somebody in that position, thanks a lot, I really could have used more money to pay down these bills. But on the other hand, I, I actually thought this was a very smart i don't think it should replace bonuses person no, you know, as a whole again, thing it doesn't it's, and it doesn't poker. here but i thought it was very useful especially in a pandemic world where i think people are frazzled and working mm-hmm. themselves constantly and you know because there's that pull to just dump your money into a thankless pot of debt servicing it's kind of nice to force the associates to do something for themselves. That, that is yeah. for themselves. Yeah. You don't have a yeah. choice. You do have to take this vacation. Yeah. Or you do have to buy this thing for your this yeah. luggage for yourself or right. whatever it yeah. is. Yeah, and, and I, I agree with you. Uh, I think that it is kind of a nice way to um, help people focus on themselves. And, you know, that's kind of been one of the big criticisms of the COVID-19 world is that there's no off switch. You work yeah. from home, you live from home, you do everything in the same bubble. And and especially in big law, when the hours, especially for some practice groups, continue and the demand for your time and your services is as strong as ever, you know, when do you say, okay, I'm, I'm done for the day? When yeah. you're in the same location, you're in the same workspace. So yeah, it's difficult sometimes to say, I'm done. Or it's difficult to say, I need this time for myself. A lot of people didn't take vacations in 2020 because there's nowhere to go. Some employers are like, no, really take the time, just unplug for a while. But, you know, it's hard if you have a bunch of big clients that have, you know, big deals or important cases or or whatever. And this is a way to kind of say, you are more than just the hours that you've billed. We love those. <laughs> Don't yeah. get us wrong. Still we, like them. We still love those. But uh, you know, here's something just for you that you you know. There's no there's no choice but to kind of spend it on yourself and whatever that means for you. Yeah. No. Um, so you listed some of them. Did did mm-hmm. we get a comprehensive list of all of the? Uh... Uh, no. Uh, okay. Tipsters have said uh, that there were, I think, 13 different options available. And we've just heard a few people, I guess, the, what, the ones that were most exciting to them <laughs> yeah. are the ones that I've heard about. Or, the, or also the ones that were most easy to quantify their value, I think, also were some of the ones that were shared with Above the Law because it was like, this is how much it's worth. Yeah. You know, like like I talked about the mirror, right? That's that, yeah. that workout yeah. equipment. and. We know how much that costs, right? <laughs> yeah. 
getting a personal shopper to go to Nordstrom right, with $1,000. Right. It looks like there's a Samsung 50-inch the frame mm-hmm. that version of their TV. So yeah, I mean, a lot, lots of cool stuff. I feel like I almost feel like we should, uh, if we did get a whole list of these, we yeah, should so put out a at- listicle ranking, <laughs> ranking the how you should be using your Davis yeah. Polk money. Yeah, uh, Davis Polk Associates. If you are listening, uh, go ahead and send us a full list of all of the different options you got to choose from. You can send it to tips at above the law dot com. And uh, we will give you our opinion on <laughs> the yeah. best value for your money. Yeah, we're we're not going to make fun of any of these. I mean, no, they're they, they all, all great. seem good. They're all pretty good. But like, obviously, there's. I mean, you you depend on us to give you what the right answer <laughs> is. I'm sure. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Well, no, that I mean that's great. It's something that I feel a lot of firms don't think of. Uh, Correct. A lot of firms think here's your money, and or, or worse, here's not your money. But here's your <laughs> money, listen, go on. Listen, yeah. to be clear, money is the best way to say thank you uh, for, for associates because th- they still have those loans, whether, of you course. know, that is the best way to show your associates that you care. I want to be very clear about that. But the other thing is, you know, Davis Polk is not just meeting the market. Right. They are They're pushing the market the market. Yeah. Right. They're pushing it forward also yeah. for not just for their associates, for others as well, Right. So they're already doing their part. They're giving lots and lots of money to folks. That's great. But also it's it's sometimes important to say you need to start thinking about when you can travel again because yeah. you will, hopefully fairly soon. So let's focus on that and, and work towards a world where, you know, you, you are taking care of yourself a little bit better. Yeah. So Davis Polk's certainly doing well. If you're wondering, mm-hmm. how have law firms weathered previous economic downturns and come out stronger on the other side? LexisNexis Interaction has released an in-depth global research report confronting the 2020 downturn, lessons learned during previous economic crises. Download your free copy at interaction.com slash like a lawyer to see tips, strategies, plans, and statistics from leaders who have been through this before and how they've reached success again. Yeah, so the um, another fun event of mm-hmm. the last week involved the uh, attorney general of Texas uh, getting into a fight online, which, you know, that's the sort of thing that you would assume an attorney general would do. I mean, that's the, that's the sort of mature thing that an attorney I, general I basically does. assume Twitter beefs are like your number two priority as an attorney general. Yeah, exactly. Right? Ken Paxton, who basically uses his job for not really responding to the needs of people of Texas, but to, <laughs> you know, sue Pennsylvania for having their electoral votes count. Uh, it, like, it's really just a performance piece for him to just keep himself relevant to Fox. And, you know, I think our columnist, Liz Dye, made this argument in an article uh, at the time, and I think is true, that a lot of these lawsuits Ken was making during the Trump administration were really just angling for a pardon, because, of course... Ken's facing a few felony charges. Yeah. So yeah. he, he kind an, of he almost forgot about that though for a minute. You did. You did. You know, it actually has been impressive that those have been going for several years now and yeah. probably will for several more. I mean, this guy could very well drag this out 11 years or so before he sees the inside of a courtroom, which is impressive. Yeah. I mean, inside the courtroom as a felon or fel- a defendant in a felony case. Right not inside of a courtroom as an attorney general, which he also doesn't do. Uh, but so Paxton, though, decided to get in a fight with Houston's police chief, uh, which, whatever. And it Over didn't what? go well. It didn't go well. Well, so one of the things that Ken is working on, uh, one of the key issues to protect the people of Texas in his mind, <laughs> he's suing San Antonio to force them to fire their police chief because back in 2017, I think it was, the San Antonio police 
detained a bunch of people randomly who seemed remotely ethnic and uh, then because they didn't have anything to hold them on, let them go. So so he's mad because they detain people that they shouldn't have? Whether or not they had the ability, the, the right to detain them temporarily, Paxton's argument is, well, given given that they, you know, that ethnicity, you should have called ICE and brought the feds in to, like, do this. If you even So it, the opposite of what is actually the The problem. argument is, cool. even though San Antonio had no reason to continue holding people that it had picked up, they should have referred it to the feds to make this an ICE case. The San Antonio police, not believing that they can be deputized by the federal government without any reason, mm-hmm. said, no, we... We arrest people for things in San Antonio, and if they aren't chargeable in San Antonio, we let them go in San Antonio, basically. But he's, Paxton is filing uh, this So wait, how did Houston get involved? Well, so Houston's police chief also went- Those are different cities, right? Also went, they they do remain different cities. He also went on to Twitter to say that it is somewhat disgraceful that the top law enforcement officer of the state is using that power to attack other law enforcement officers. It, you know, a lot of times the whole honor among police thing is used to cringeworthy effect, but this was one of those instances. Long blue line is not something I get excited about. Right. This was one of those instances where it made a little bit of sense. He just said that as somebody who's doing this same job, it seems disgraceful that the person who is theoretically the top cop of the state is using his power to attack police. As opposed to... Um, And that could have been the end of it. Uh, Instead, uh, Ken decided to get in a fight with him. Uh, And Ken fought back and said some stuff about crime rates going up in Houston, which is true as far as it goes. But that's one of those things I've noticed over the last year is the the just sad, sad state of remedial math. (laughs) Like remedial statistics. Like these, these folks will... There's a lot of coverage of, you know, murder is up 20%. And it's like, well, yeah. There's more people. But I mean, well, or I mean. Is that it? Or what, what's, no, what's but, but I mean, being up 20% when the year before was a striking low, like an all-time low, that 20% now puts right. them back, you know, in online with the average for the last 20 years. Oh, is it because so, we were all in yeah, lockdown yeah, for 2020? I don't know what necessarily the reason was. Okay. You, I mean, one can hypothesize all sorts of stuff. Yeah. But the issue is when you start talking in percentages, it's important to remember percentages year over year. It's important to remember that that doesn't necessarily make a trend. Uh, if you told somebody in New York City in the 80s, murders are up 20% this year, that would be a very scary number. If you told somebody after a... 50 year low in crime that things are up 15 to 20 percent, then, you know, that might not actually be all that scary. The trend line is still going in the right direction. So, anyway, he goes off like this. And to, uh, honestly, to the chief's credit, he doesn't, he pushes back on uh, the politicization of the office, but, you know, kind of, kind of stays away from certain subjects, which, Mm -hmm. honestly, the sandbagging going on here is impressive. Like, (laughs) when you have something good, like a good comeback, you usually you spit it out immediately, right? You don't sure. You don't lead hold with it your best. To, yeah. Lead with your best. I mean, that's great litigation advice. Uh, but the chief held back, and uh, four or five days pass. You know, you think sure. everything's over. Yeah. And then uh, Ken comes back, man. What did he say? He comes back with some stuff about how Houston's all about letting criminals go by calling for bail reform. Which, again, the cash bail reform thing is also a complete mischaracterization of what the argument is. Uh, 
you're letting violent felons go by you know by asking for bail reform which is the not at all how that operates but whatever he, and you know he just had to go there talk about felons and uh and mm. people being out on bail and you almost feel as though you could sense the point where this was like that fastball coming right down the middle <laughs> and he's like the chief must have been a little nervous after four or five days of not hearing back from Ken. Like I, I had this great line, I never got to use it. But, <laughs> but here comes Paxton, and he was able to come back with, well, you know, honestly, we wouldn't be letting violent people accused of violent things go. That's not how bail reform works. What, what it's about is if the court has already made the determination that somebody could be let go at any price, then maybe we don't put a price on it. Right. Like if they're safe right. enough, that's another thing you buy. Yeah, if you're safe enough and not a flight risk and whatever, safe enough for the courts to let you go at all, then you should be let go. And if you mm-hmm. aren't, then you shouldn't be. But like that, that's kind sure. of the argument of it. But he makes a point. He says this, and then he adds, you know, as you would well know, Attorney General, that how personal recognizance bonds work, because, you know, you've been out on one for several years now because <laughs> you're facing felony charges. Uh, and, oh, just... It was just like chef's kiss. And you, it's almost like uh, Paxson brought a knife to a gunfight. And like he like told, he like knew it was going to be a gunfight or he should have known. It, 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 I mean, I get that analogy, but it's worse. It, it's like what, <laughs> like he brought the gun to the party and then handed it over. Like it, <laughs> there was nothing that could have possibly gotten him in trouble other than bringing up felonies. <laughs> it just the dumbest possible thing. Actually, I, I saw somebody on a uh, legal writing professor on social media retweeted mm-hmm. my story with some advice like students like, you should check out like this is a good blow by blow of how not to engage. <laughs> yeah, it real mess. Anyway, so that was uh, that was one of our bigger tales of the week. I'm just trying to figure out a way to transition seamlessly here, but I don't see it. Sometimes there's not a transition. You know, yeah. you just gotta let go. It's okay. Be yeah. like Elsa. What? Be like Elsa. Let it go. Oh, Elsa. Oh, Elsa. You know, I, Frozen, it was a very, very popular Yeah, movie. well, but I thought you were saying Ilta, like the, oh, like no, the legal tech We show. don't all just talk about we legal tech all the time. Or or maybe that you were saying Iolta, like the legal trust accounts. You know, speaking of which, this is sponsored by- You're no- welcome. <laughs> this is sponsored by Noda and powered by M&T Bank. You went to law school to be a lawyer, not an accountant. Take advantage of Noda, a no-cost Iolta management tool that helps solo and small law firms track client funds down to the penny. Enjoy peace of mind with one-click reconciliation, automated transaction alerts, and real-time bank data. Visit trustnoda.com legal to learn more. Terms and conditions may apply. The last thing that I have on my agenda, I don't know if you have other things on yours. The well, last... let's, let's go through yours first, see what happens. Okay. Like, well, the last point I had on my agenda was, you know, we, we have these online trials that mm-hmm. are a bigger deal now. You know, obviously we're coming to the end of this pandemic, but that we still have trials that are taking place and hearings and so on. Mm-hmm. I think most folks have gotten a facility with how to use Zoom at this point. Others, I mean, we do occasionally get a cat filter in there, but more or less people get it. But that wasn't quite the case in uh, another Texas court uh, last week. Oh, yeah? What happened? Well, after giving some some instructions to an attorney, uh, the judge just heard the attorney reply with, sneaky bitch. That's not okay. She, uh, That's she, not okay. Yeah, she's, and the, the the judge was a woman, right? Oh yes, yes, yes. So she she stops the uh, the hearing, and, as you would imagine. Yeah, um, yeah. 
she she stops the uh, hearing. Uh, Judge Miskell stops and says, you know, you're not muted, sir. Yikes. That is like the most uh, like a restrained way of calling someone out for for saying sneaky bitch to a judge. Well, that's a good question. Does this attorney say this to a judge? And uh, the coda to this story is that apparently, according to Judge Miskell's uh, social media, apparently immediately after this, the lawyer went into, oh, oh, God, I'm sorry. My dog just pooped on the rug. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a... I mean, okay. It's a reminder. But here's the thing. Whether or not... If that isn't true, right? And they were just making up some great excuse. That is a fast response. That's one, true. Fast. Two, ten, fast answer. Ten points if, <laughs> if that was just an excuse. But it, assuming that it's true, though. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I would be like, there's my dog. See the poop? I'll show you a picture of the poop. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Yeah, but, uh, but I just call my dog a sneaky bitch. <laughs> yeah. Well it, well, it got me thinking that like... the. We deserve to remember that lawyers are very precise with their language. Mm. Uh, and, you know. There can be. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, that kind of bitch. <laughs> right. Right, right, right. That this also is how it happens. got started, this word. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, that's but, hilarious. No, that was a fun one. Yeah. It was, it was a good little. Uh, distractor from the uh yeah. from the week's events also like i don't know i'm super paranoid on zoom i'm constantly checking whether i'm muted or unmuted i have two ways of muting myself on on zoom and i'm always like double checking to make sure whatever and i don't do it i don't say sneaky bitch under my breath very often hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. i'm just like begging for some zoom disaster to happen to me aren't i yeah but i know that seemed like you were jinxing yeah i should knock on some wood I'm very superstitious. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I didn't realize that I was particularly superstitious until my sister said something once. And she's like, oh, yeah, our entire family is. And I was like, do other people not do these things? Like, spit when you say something that's like jinxing or throw salt over your shoulder or knock on wood. Like, don't do that. It's bad luck. Oh, you, I don't know. We're always very, very mindful of, of I mean, which I'll way knock your on luck's going to go. It's, I'll knock on wood, but mostly performatively so that other people see that I'm like, I understand we shouldn't, but I, I don't really believe it does anything. I don't know if I believe it's true, but why would I risk it? Yeah. I guess is how I feel. I don't know. But yeah, my fam my family's very, very, very superstitious as these things go. Yeah. No, I mean, you've got to do what you can to get your uh, to get your job done, I guess. Yeah. Uh, let's hear from our friends at Lexicon. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal services and technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, HR, billing, client intake, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com go to learn more. That was less slick. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's okay. I mean, you're working on it. You're trying. I feel as though I'm doing a really good job. <laughs> I know you do. Yeah. I'm very aware that you think that you do a good job all the time. Mm. <laughs> so what else is out there? Anything? Do you have anything else? Uh, closing thoughts? I don't know, man. It's almost spring. Uh, yeah. I, so I have one that I've been sitting on for a while, a sad story about okay. legal advertising. Unfortunately, I don't have all the materials that I would want to have in order to have this full discussion, and it might involve me having to 
improvise a little bit. But you are a generous improv partner, so yeah, confident. Savino and Barnes, injury attorneys, 800-888-8888. Don't wait. Right. Do we have a new sponsor? Is that what you're trying to tell me? No. No, <laughs> no obviously that firm no longer exists. Right. How, uh, but that that jingle is obviously quite famous yes. uh, in legal yes. circles. It's great. I mean, it's catchy. It's an easy number to remember. You sing it's this just for eight. years. It's just eight. You could pull somebody off the street and say, hey, what's their phone number? Right. And they would know. They might just start from the beginning. Yeah. But the deal is, now that the firms have split, right. you know, and was, obviously Steve, a... Steve Barnes has now died, but even before that, they right. had split. Right. They've got new phone numbers. Like, nobody won the phone number in the divorce, oh. basically. And I'm like... Well, then, Listening to them, they're just kind of sad. Well, I don't know what do, happens if you dial that, but what you get here. The Barnes Firm, injury attorneys, So eight million. I mean, kudos to trying to keep the same song, I guess. Sure. But like it just. But it's almost worse because it, unless if you dial the eight 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 number, goes to like I think that I would just be confused. Salino's version, I unfortunately do not have a audio clip of, but it is something to the effect of Salino Law, like the same kind of voice mm-hmm. as that. And then it falls into, it's like 800 555 And so it's all, it's all five. Uh, it's like a, I think that's almost better. It's like a TV show number, but, but the, I, I just, I, I wish I could find any clip of this, uh, mm-hmm. but it's not catchy. Uh, like, <laughs> yes, saying dial like you're trying to dial Superman in a TV show. You know, like the yeah. five, 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 yeah. five, 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 exchange. It just, it doesn't sing the way that 888-8888 Well, nothing will. Yeah. That's why I think, I, I almost think that going with the fives route is, is the better option because you have to kind of do a, a hard turn, right? Be like, and I also think like, don't try to make it like your old jingle. Yeah. Like you're, ne- you're never going to catch that lightning in a bottle and it'll mm. only confuse people and think that that, you know, yeah, I guess you're right. The wrong number. I guess you're right. Even though the song doesn't sound right, saying now you just dial all fives is a lot better than right. s- trying to make somebody spell out million. Right. Which is a tricky-ish word in this lot, country. There's double letters in there. Like, I, mean, it, it, I, I would not be shocked if there are a lot of people who think there's only one L in that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like so. A lot of times you might abbreviate it as like M-I-L, period, right? So yeah. like, the, I, I wouldn't be shocked to learn that people were wrong about it. So you're giving your points to, uh, you're giving your points. It's a close the, decision. To close the, decision, but I'm giving Selino it to Selino. Firm. All right, yeah. I think that's probably yeah. right. And I mean, like, I think it's hard to create an earworm, right? Yeah. You know, I, I mean, so I, I give my, I give We're my, not all those people who wrote the Agatha All Along song. Oh my gosh, Agatha All Along was fantastic. Is, I, I, I was going to say we're not all Rebecca Black, but I wasn't sure if that... Was what? as Rebecca Black. Remember the Friday song? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, the, the anniversary of that was just a couple weeks ago. Maybe that's I saw why it's a story. Yeah, yeah, no. But but what my point is, you know, you have time to kind of figure out and to come up with your um, earwormy jingle. Like that might take some time. You know, you can have many iterations of that thing, but you really only get it one chance to get this new phone number out there and into the, like the hearts and minds of people, mm-hmm. right? So. I think that you gotta you gotta try something completely different that will be as memorable, and I think yeah. that all fives does it better than eight million. I think that's right. 
Because that's like eight million, like not nine million. Like, like there's no, well, there's nothing specific about eight and million that links them together. I think they wanted the eight. I mean, I get what they wanted. Yeah, and then the the million is independent of that. But sure. it sounds like you're only going to get eight million. Yeah, which, I mean, it's like it's, I mean that's fine. Of, it's a lot of money. Yeah. But but you know whatever. And my point is, I think that you know, kind of doing something totally different and trying to figure out in time how to make the all fives catchy is is the better option. Yeah. All uh, right. But I, I'm not a marketing genius. All right. Well, so thank you all for listening. You should be subscribed to the show. Give it reviews, stars, write something. Just the act of writing some words makes it show that you're more engaged, and that makes the algorithm, algorithms dominate our lives now, they (laughs) think that we're more important and therefore recommend us to more people and get more people as part of the Thinking Like a Lawyer family. You should be listening to The Jabot, which is Catherine's other show. You can check out uh, Legal Tech Week, the legal journalist roundtable that I do. You should listen to the other offerings of the Legal Talk Network. Always be reading Above the Law. That way you'll see these stories as they come out and have some background. You know, it's like doing the reading before class. You don't need to, but you know, it, you'll, you can you'll be more engaged. You can participate more fully in the conversation. Yeah, exactly. So do all of that too. Uh, you should follow on social media. I'm at Joseph Patrice. She's at Catherine One. The numeral one, yeah. Thanks to Lexicon Nota by M&T Bank and LexisNexis Interaction. And with all of that said, I think we've uh, said everything we need to. Peace. All right. Peace.